Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey guys, just wanted to drop in a cheeky plug before the show starts because some of us here at Bristopia are doing an event at Bristol's Cube Cinema on June 10th. It's a live table read of an entirely unpublished but celebrated Hollywood movie script called I Am Ryan Reynolds. It was part of the Blacklist in 2014, which is a list of the best unmade movie scripts of the year according to Hollywood execs. Okay, here's the logline for the movie. An inside look at the marriage, career, and mental state of 2010's Sexiest Man Alive. Sounds pretty good, right? So this is the first and potentially last time this script will be read out to the public, so do join us. That's Friday, June 10th at the Cube Cinema in Bristol. Tickets cost £6 in advance from bristolticketshop.co.uk. Starts at 8, normal time. Okay, I'll put the link in the show notes too. All right, let's start the podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bristopia. Not another episode, everyone screamed, but yes, it is another one. I'm your host Andy Price and I'm broadcasting from the year 2017, that's right. This broadcast is a dystopian warning to all of you back in 2016 as to either what you fucked up or what we've fucked up and that you've now got to look forward to. This is the second episode of the second season and we covered most of the backstory last episode, but either way, I'm sure you'll pick it up. It'll be fine, it'll be fine, keep listening. We've got some great stuff for you this episode. We're going to deal with the news headlines first. That's what's been happening to us here in 2017 this week. And then I'll be answering more of your frequently asked questions about time travel so you can get a feel of uh, what it's like here in 2017, what the future's like, whether any of those, you know, kind of movie tropes came true or not. All right. Later, we're going to speak to a local Bristopian pensioner, Mrs. Miggles, who's going to tell us what it's like being old in the future. Uh, before we then catch up with new UK Prime Minister, the Bristol-based Gavin McFabulous, who we met last time, uh, about how his first year uh, has gone with the new mayor that, that was recently um, uh, elected in 2016. So that's pretty cool. Finally, we'll pass on the reins to our American intern exchange students, Justin Crockler. He's back. Of course he's back. He's always back. He's the greatest. Uh, he has a great documentary this episode about how business is done in this city in 2017. Here's a hint, guys. Here's a hint. Not on dry land, yeah? Work that one out. You won't have to. You can listen to it later. Sounds fun? Good. Let's get started. What's been happening in the future that you're yet to experience? Let's do the news headlines. In politics, outgoing Mayor George Ferguson's outlandish character may have prevented him from being voted in as mayor for a second term in May 2016, but by the end of the year, that very same character was given a spin-off on BBC Three. The show was called May or May Not, which saw Ferguson mostly just sitting around considering what he would or would not do that day. Bill, 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 Bill. 
Despite a Labour mayorship being instigated in 2016, Jeremy Corbyn's reign at the head of the party ended in early 2017 after he confessed to a brutal murder. The Conservative Party jumped on the political faux pas and by the time Corbyn clarified that he'd just gotten a bit drunk at a family barbecue and ate a single chipolata that had fallen on the floor, it was too late. It's me, it's murder, guys. It's me, it's murder. Concord, which was partially built in the city, was finally able to settle down in 2016 in a purpose-built museum designed to house the plane. However, due to Bristol's skyrocketing rent prices in 2017, it's since been evicted and now resides in a shed in Yeovil. In entertainment, the White Ladies Road Picture House reopened after 15 years of closure as the Everyman Cinema. However, the theatre is now closed following the uprising of Bristol's literal movement that had the building shut down in line with equality laws. In sport, 2016 saw Leicester City lift the Premiership for the first time in a shock rise to the top of the football leagues. Many thought the feat was a fluke, but the city proved critics wrong when it went on to win the Grand Slam at Wimbledon the following year. Maybe Bristol Rovers can win the... win... Winter Olympics or some shit. Let's move on to our frequently asked questions about time travel. This is where I ask you to tweet us uh, in the past. Use a hashtag that I'm going to be able to look back in the future. Such as Andy's Butts Wonderful 2017. I'll know. I'll know. I'll know. And and I'll get back to you with my answers. Okay, so what have we got here? What's happened to animals? Are there any big leaps in evolution that you've experienced? Uh, aside from the procreationarily out of control blind sea chihuahuas? No. Since the last episode, have you noticed any changes or paradoxes there in the distant future? Okay, well, first, the tone of the second half of that question is highly sarcastic, so I'd ask you to please desist from your asinine rhetoric or, um, fuck off. But on the first half of the question, absolutely. Due to a tear in the fabric of space-time that everyone's now blaming on old muggins here, we no longer know who wrote the theme tune to The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that world we live in? So, uh, if any of you guys know what it is, please do tweet us. I believe I have outlined the hashtag. Uh, What's the latest iPhone like? Is it bigger or is it smaller? Neither. The iPhone is now a mere concept. As the result of you having invented time travel, do you suspect that any highly evolved humans from further into the future have now come back and are living in 2017? This is also an excellent question. I'd say those blind sea chihuahuas are a pretty safe bet for this scenario. Okay, time for a couple more. Um, can you tell us how the country mourned following the death of Elton John? Wait, wait, how did you know that? But honestly, it was remarkable to see the country come together like that and Princess Diana's cover of Candle in the Wind stayed at number one for 14 weeks. Uh, do people still pretend to like beer? They do, they do, but the idea got so out of hand that not only do they pretend to like it, they also pretend to drink it as well, which means gallons of wasted liquid just hits the gutters on a daily basis. Uh, in fact, the problem got so severe that King Street had to be shut down for three months after the Bristol Beer Festival, which caused a minor flood. Yeah. Okay, any other questions, tweet us, Andy's Butters Wonderful 2017. I'll pick it up, no worries. Uh, let's move on. Twenty sixteen was a big year for politics. If my calculations are correct, you guys have just voted in a new mayor. Isn't that exciting? I'm sure you'll all love and respect him for his full. T- <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, I know what happens. As does Bristol's Prime Minister, Gavin McFabulous, who's been required to work closely in 2017 with the elected Mayor Marvin Rees. Let's find out how it's been going. Gavin, welcome back to the show. You know he called me Gary in the last episode. Alright Terry, we all make mistakes. Twice. Yep, well some might say you have more important projects to be working on than discussing the difficulties of writing to a brand new premise such as those with Bristol's Mayor Marvin Rees. So, he's been in power for a year or so now. How's his performance been? I'll be honest Andy, I'm not impressed. Oh really, why not? So everyone's talking about how he's building new houses, helping young people into work and internships. You know what they're not talking about? What are they not talking about? The name calling. The name calling? Well, politics is a dirty game, but who's he calling names? Me, Andy. Me. Really? Yes. What did he call you? Well, you know, he's going around the schoolyard, chucking people off the monkey bars. The schoolyard? Saying you can't sit here in the back of the bus, is for the cool kids. What? And then I go and get an algebraic equation wrong, and he's all like, Gavin McNaught's so fabulous, more like. Words hurt, Andy. Words hurt. I'm sorry, you're going to have to back up a bit. We were at school together. Oh, okay, I get it. Well, I'm sure you've both grown up now. It must have been, what, 30 years ago? And I know at the time those words probably hurt. Not else hurts. What? Mayoral budget restrictions. Right, well, that's not going to help the people of... Take that, Reese. Or should I say, not so Reese. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. You know what else doesn't make sense? What? His proposal for delivering work experience and apprenticeships for every young person after I'd redacted each instance of the word the... What? That seems counterproductive when you're supposed to be representing... Look, Andy, I see what you're saying, but the thing about school bullies is you've got to take them down a peg or two or they're just going to keep taking advantage of people. You think by blocking his plans you're preventing him from taking advantage of the people of the city? Correct. Clean energy, yeah? Clean energy? Yeah, it's plants for clean energy. Right. Cream energy, more like. What? You know, cream, squirty cream, aerosols. Bad for the environment. Yeah, get it? Oh, it's a bit of a stretch. European capital of culture? Yep. Your own penis crappy hole of cult. Sure, more like. Oh, I should have stopped it too. Yes, you should have. Right, I'm going to stop this interview now because I don't think you're really doing any favours. I'm in charge now. I don't want Marvin to forget that. Yes, but the people of Bristol don't really care about your past experiences with the mayor. I'm the pan now! Is that a hook reference? Maybe. Alright, well if we're being childish about it, what would your parents say? Your father, would he have something to say about your behaviour? No, he was hit by a Guinness truck, so it was quite literally the drink that killed him. Mrs Doubtfire? Correct. Right, well, still. 26 years buried in the deepest, darkest jungle, and still became my father. Oh, I know this one. Don't tell me. Uh, don't tell me. Jumanji. Bingo. Yes! Uh, I need to get a pub quiz team going again. Great stuff. Gavin, thanks so much for joining us again. Right, uh, next segment. Okay, we've got a very special guest in the studio uh, this episode. We've got a real-life pensioner. I know, never see them. All right, we've got Mrs. Miggles joining us today. She's going to tell us all about what it's like being a pensioner in 2017. 
All right, Mrs. Miggles, you right there? Uh, yes, I think so, young man. Oh, you look very handsome. Yep. Is it on? Yep, it yeah, that's right. If you um, just put on those headphones, you, you know headphones, right? Headphones? Yep. Oh, oh, yes, I've seen these in one of my magazines. Cool. Very good. Okay. On my head? Yep. Yes? Yes. Yes, right, sound comes out. Okay, yep, very okay, good. I'm ready. Okay, uh, and then you just need to speak into this here. This. Um, uh, what is this, young man? It's very phallic looking. Uh, it's a microphone. It's the microphone. Yes. I yeah. would have called it a penisophone. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay, oh, good. Technology really is quite fascinating. Yeah. Times have moved on since I was a young girl in the 1800s. Okay. Uh, well, this is a podcast. Oh, oh, I know what a podcast is. I'm not, I'm not, stu- I may be old, but I'm not stupid. You, you I've know- got an IQ of 68. Wow. Okay, well, you know what podcasts of are then? Of course I know about podcasts. I love my podcasts. I call, I call them my stories, Your my stories. sleepy stories. I listen to them before I go to bed. I listen to Desert Island Discs, of course. Who doesn't? Course. Uh, this American Life. Well, the Moth. The, the mo- this, you know This American Life? Of course, my boy. Ira Glass. Yeah. Oh, he's such a wonderful American. He's so handsome as well. I love Ira Glass. He is a wonderful Americano man. Oh, we've got one of them. Uh, Justin. He, he doesn't sound very American at all. What? You haven't even heard him yet? Oh, my God. Okay, let's, uh, let's get on with it. So, it's 2017. What's it like living in Bristol in 2017 as a pensioner? I like to call myself um, agedly challenged. Agedly challenged. Okay, why is that? Well, if you say pensioner, yeah. What, yeah. what do you think people imagine? They imagine an, an old woman with a little scarf around her head, yeah. pushing one of those those weird trolleys oh, around, the trolleys. perhaps talking to herself. And I'm not like that. I'm very, very hip. Are you? Um. Well, as you can see, I'm wearing spandex. Well, I Oops, did Oops, I did it again. That's what I'm wearing. That's <laughs> that's what I wear. So society says we're not allowed to dress sexy. And, and as soon as you get past 50... Two, a man comes over to your house and he gives you a uniform and he says, here's your old woman scarf, here's your old woman blouse, here's your old woman beard. This is your uniform now. And you've got to make sure you start talking to yourself. It's true, a little man comes over and he says, start talking to yourself. And here's a dog, a little headscarf for your dog as well. Well, so how did you feel when this was happening to you? I felt invisible and I thought, you know what? Yeah. I've still got something to say. Good for you. I said, biscuits. Uh, I went and I bought all of Britney Spears' old costumes from some of her tours, and I got um, um a naughty schoolgirl Britney. Oops, I did it again. Uh, oh, oh, the air hostess outfit she wore in Toxic. Oh, what about uh, Slay for You? Yes, I've got that as well, and I got the snake. I mean, I suppose it's just the yes, snake. Yes, it's isn't just it? a snake. Yeah. Mrs. Biggles, but- she's got all of Christina Aguilera's old <laughs> tour outfits, and then Mrs. Wiggles, Wiggles from down the road. She's yeah. got all of Mandy Moore's old tour. There's not that many. She wasn't very popular. And and we we formed a little troop. Oh, little that's sweet. What happens when you take your little troop out onto the streets and talk to everyone? What? No, it... they don't like it. They don't like it no? at all. Oh, that's that's a shame. Why not? Where am I? You're in my bathroom. Let me just take some of my. I've brought some gin with me. Let me just have some. Well, I got gin. S- I got some homebrew in the tub. What? No, just gin then. That's that's a lot. Mm, gin. Yep. I tend to drink twenty four um twenty four glasses of gin that, before that's before too, before songs of praise. That's too much. Songs of praise. You watch is that on every day? Oh well, the pensioner channel, isn't oh, it? Not uh, the pensioner. Well, sorry, gin. not the pensioner. The, the the aging the aged ladies channel. Songs of praise in the morning. Yep. Then they've got crafts. Okay. Crafts. 
in the afternoon because you know we're old people like dogs. Yeah. And then and then there's the Queen's speech. The Queen's speech. Um, it repeats. It's right. very confusing. Diana just died. Oh my god. Birds of a feather. Yep. Why? What's the one about the the old men and the wine? Lost of the summer wine. Oh, two and a half men. That's I, it. Yeah. I love two and a half men. Well, of mm. course. Uh, what's that tin you've got there? Have you bought that? This is in? Joseph. Yeah. Joseph. In a can of mushy peas. Who's so that's one of my husband's. Right, why is he in a can? Why is he? Because he died in a freak canning accident. You're he cool. accidentally fell into the mushy pea vat and then they squished him. And Squish. then he, they put him in a can. Well, I suppose losing a husband is a big change Well, for I've you. lost seven of them. Seven of... You've, you've had seven husbands. Then there was... Um, um, Gerald, yeah. who I murdered. Uh, what? And then no, I murdered the rest of them, actually. You murdered the rest of them? But the... Seven husband. Mur- well, yes, you you just you get the rage. Well, what did you hope to gain coming on here? Oh, um, I I hope to get married again today. You want to get married again? These outfits are very sexually attractive well, to I'm the older gentlemen. So I'll you know and I'll walk up to the I'll go to the old the old men's social club and I'll walk in yep. and I'll say. Oops, I did it again. And they're sort of bend over. And they're all like, ooh, ooh. And then, we, and then I marry them. And then I kill them. What's the purpose of killing them? For the money. But traditionally, isn't it young girls that marry old men for their money? I mean, to, you know, go traditional. But wait, wait, how old was Brian? He was 30. 30? I know, getting on a bit, but that's why I killed him. Oh, well, I get it. You're dating younger men for their money, as we here in the future know. Bristol's Generation Y are known for their massive piles of cash reserves. And that's why you have to kill them, because it's not like they'll die first. Okay, I got it. It's all making sense now. Hang on. Hang on, I'm 30. And Bristopia's a multi-million pound media conglomerate in 2017. How, how, would, um, how would people know if you have them in your um, sights, so to speak? Oh, they'll know. They'll know, all right. I'll just lean in a little, like this. Uh, a bit close. And then I'll start singing my song. No. Oops, I did it again. No, keep back. I played with your heart. No. And got lost in the game. No, please. Oh, baby, oh. baby. And then I get a knife and I pull it out and I start stabbing them like no. this. Ah! <laughs> summer here in Bristol and the sun's out. As you can all hear, we're having a good time. There's people, there's music, and <laughs> plenty of drinking. But what's this I have in my hand? A Pims? <laughs> no, I'm not a complete bellend. It's a life preserver. And a microphone. Guys, welcome to Nautical Karaoke. I got the eye of the tiger, fighter, dancing through the fire, cause I am a champion, and you're gonna hear me roar, louder, louder than a lion, cause I am a champion, and you're gonna hear me roar, whoa, 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 whoa. In 2017, Bristol has taken to the water. 
Now, if you're a new business in the city, and you're opening a store made of bricks and mortar, that's just not cool. Even more uncool, cables and electricity. That's the internet, which is the opposite of vintage. As a business, you don't want to be the Amazon.com of the high street. You want to be the Debenhams of the ocean. Yeah. I got the eye of the tiger, fighter, dancing through the fire, cause I am a champion, and you're gonna hear me roar, louder, louder than a lion, cause I am a champion, and you're gonna hear me roar, wow, 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 wow. Wonderful stuff, Justin. Katie would have loved it. <laughs> Thanks, man. This is so cool. I love this. I've forgotten what it's like to have fun. Not on a boat. Not the only one, Justin. The other day I had a guy come up to me and told me he'd been to an onshore greengrocer's. <laughs> I laughed in his face. This is Baxter Cretchington, a local businessman that has been steadily building Bristol's harbour-based commercial quarter since summer 2016. He now runs a youth club from a yacht, a sushi bar from a schooner, and a dark groomer's from a dinghy. I mean, obviously some businesses have taken off more than others. Like what? Thai panic. That's a Thai store on a boat. I don't see the benefit. All right, mate, they're not all winners, but I'll tell you what, you should definitely check out our local biscuit shop and bakery. Oh man, that sounds good. Do they have Jaffa cakes? No. Oh, I love Jaffa cakes. Why no Jaffa cakes? You're joking, because they're not a biscuit, they're cakes. No, they're not. Let's move on, all right? We've also got a chain of water-based pharmacies giving boots a run for their money. And what kind of boat is that on? A tugboat. Why a tugboat? So we could call it Super Tug. You could have just called it boats. Oh, well, yeah, that's not the point. The point is it's been super successful. I'm just making my way now to Supertug to check out this booming business for myself. Hello. This is Marcy, the shop assistant that's serving me today. So this is pretty busy. What is it, do you think, about the water that makes people want to buy their multivitamins and chapsticks from a boat? rather than a regular store. You're joking, right? Why do people keep asking if I'm joking? They don't come here for anything like that. Well, what do they come here for? Tampons. Huh. Right. We sell so much, I don't know what they're doing with them. <laughs> Maybe people have started building their house out of tampons. This seems strange. Why is this pharmacy doing such good business in tampons? Something's not right here. What's the connection with boats? and tampons, between boats and tampons. Nope, still can't work it out. I guess we'll never know. Oh well, right, uh, guys, I'm off to City Hall to visit my old buddy and Bristopia's Prime Minister, Gavin McFabulous. I'm gonna see how the city's benefiting from this booming business. Business? 
must be joking. The last time, I am not joking. I am very, very serious. Oh, I was just... You'll know when I am joking, because your sides will have split, and you will be looking at your liver and kidneys in a downward trajectory as they will be on the floor due to the splitting of your sides, which will have split due to the laughter because of my joke. Right. You may now continue. I just can't work it out. The city's bank balance has plummeted in recent months. It's just less money coming in. But how could that happen? The tampon boat alone was a million billion profit margin. The tampon boat alone has a million billion profit margin. What's a tampon boat? Is that a period drama set at sea? No, it's a, it's a pharmacy, but they don't really sell anything else. That is odd. Tell me, any other odd businesses out there on the water? Yeah, the bakery. But it's rubbish because they don't sell Jaffa cakes. So? They just sell chocolate digestives. You what, mate? What? Say that again. There's no Jaffa cakes, just chocolate biscuits? Oh my god! What? Mate, they've turned the harbour into a bloody offshore tax haven. No wonder we're going broke. I don't understand. Put chocolate on a biscuit and it becomes a luxury item. That's why they sell them to avoid the tax. Jaffa cakes are cakes, mate. No, they're not. Bloody are, mate. The McVitie's proved it in court by baking a giant Jaffa cake. And what happened? Well, the judge just went, of course it's a cake. Look at the size of it. When was the last time you saw a biscuit that big? So what does it mean? It means that this new trend for water-based businesses is a bloody conspiracy to avoid tax. After the Panama Papers blew wide open, they're just going to move into Bristol Harbour. Why Bristol Harbour? Bristol's bloody brilliant, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Tax avoiders are cropping up bloody everywhere. Take this one. HMS Pringle. Avoiding the potato-based crisp tax. But aren't they less than 50% potato? Yeah, but it's eligible. Even though it's like calling a nine-year-old half an adult. Or a fetus half a baby. Yeah, not exactly, mate, but I get what you're saying. Or calling bacon half a pig. I mean, that'd have to be a lot of bacon for it to be... Or a cat half a dog. Nah, you're miles away now, Justin. The point is, they are classified as a crisp. And now everyone's buying their tube-based potato masqueraders offshore. And we're not seeing any of the bloody money. But this is so confusing. What about the tampon tax? Getting rid of the tampon tax is a good thing, surely? Yes, absolutely. That's not what we're fighting here at all. I'm absolutely in favor of getting rid of the tampon tax. It's wholly unfair. I mean, I use them as props from a popular YouTube soap about hamsters set in space, so I know what I'm talking about. It gets expensive. Women think they have it bad. Put out an episode every week. Oh, man. That's loads. That's only a small part of it, though. The construction industry's failing. Well, surely that's not just because of boats. People still need places to live, right? Maybe people have started building their house out of tampons. Oh, man, people are building their houses out of tampons! That's ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. But tampon is only 80% as strong as concrete. What do we do? As the panorama of the southwest, I think you know what you've got to do. Gavin's right. I do know what we have to do. What we've uncovered here today is a serious case of widespread tax avoidance in local business. Bristol, a city thought to be a fair society, has proved itself the opposite of fair. In 2017, our local services are failing because people aren't paying their taxes. Sure, in 2016, the Panama Papers blew tax avoidance wide open. But while there's people in the world willing to do what it takes to avoid paying taxes, aren't going to turn around and change their ways just because they've been found out. 
And so they've turned. These, these bastards have turned to our beautiful city. How have they gotten around it? They've attached their own agenda to our cultural hive mind, to our cultural hive mind, our penchant for believing in a good and fair society. The tampon tax is something we'd all agree is unfair, sexist, and entirely unnecessary. But while the movement still battles to remove this tax, it's clear that those insistent on avoiding it will do so. So how do we tackle this problem? Now that we've blown this open, the tax avoiders will move on. But we have a return to paying tax on tampons. The battle to have this removed continues. But guys, and bear with me here, that comes with its own set of problems. We've buried our city in an untaxed haven for too long, unable to maintain our basic public services. So here and now, I want to propose a solution, which is to start a campaign to put a stop to the campaign that wants to put a tax on tampons. I mean, it's the only way for us to come together and rebuild a fairer, just city where we all pay our fair share back to you andy all right guys sorry i just got back from the hospital what did i miss all patched up all right what was justin say keep the tampon just oh whoa justin jesus christ no that that's not what we're about here at bristopia sorry guys this is my fault. This is what happens when we put men in charge of talking about things they have no idea about. I really should have listened to that before I broadcast it, but oh well, why change the habits of a lifetime? And I mean about checking Justin's work before it goes off. I'm absolutely not saying the tampon tax should say. Okay, good. Well, that's our episode for today, guys. 2017, Bristol has its own tax haven. That's exciting, right? Well, until next time, enjoy your future. I still get fire through my Topia featured Andy Price, Tim Goodings, and Ellen Waddell. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.